we are recording, recording in progress with the one and only Mr. Steve Kirsch, who has graciously come on my show yet again. And Dr. McC- Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cola, who will be coming, he is in a traffic jam, and uh, either that or he just doesn't want to talk to us, but I think think it's a traffic jam. I trust it's a traffic jam and uh, because Dr. McCullough prefers clean language, as always, we will be clean. But he's gone right now, so we can say whatever the fuck we want and we can let all the emotions out now. So, Mr. Kirsch, uh, for all the new listeners, if by any chance someone doesn't know who you are, could you please introduce yourself and then we can jump on into this thing? Yeah, sure. I'm a former high-tech executive and I was uh, doubly vaxxed because the CDC said it was safe and effective. And I started hearing horror stories from my friends about a month after I got the vaccine. And I started looking into why I was seeing all these black swans all of a sudden, and then discovered that the data was showing that these vaccines are the most dangerous vaccines of all time. So I quit my job, started a uh, Substack because I got kicked off of Twitter for spreading misinformation. <laughs> and so now if you type in mis- misinformation super spreader into Google, I'm the top hit. That's such an honor, man. Yeah, I love how if you Google your name. It's nice to be good at something. Hey, I'll take it. I'll take it, you know. Yeah. What 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 are my what are my street creds? I got permanently banned from from YouTube, I'm IP banned from Reddit, and uh, I'm not allowed on iTunes and I'm only recently back on Twitter. I t- I take those as trophies. You know, some people might, they might say buzzwords like you're an enemy of the state or something, but you know, whatever. I like it. But if you do Google Mr. Kirsch's name, it is funny how not your, you know, incredible achievements with, with search engines or spam filters or the optical mouse, but instead it's that you're a vaccine super spreader about misinformation. Yeah. I'm I'm still number one. Yeah. You know, uh chat uh GPT uh was up there. And it kicked me lower for for a small amount of time, but I managed to reclaim my my spot at the top. Well, hey man, perseverance is what this game's about. Um, yeah, and you know, you know what? I got these calls from these reputation companies saying, "Hey, you know, we can fix your reputation." And I'm like, "Look, this is what? my look. I'm 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 the best in the world at something, and you want to repair that? <laughs> Don't take this from me. Don't. Yeah, and even that, it's like fix. It's like fix what, man? Like I know what I'm doing." You don't need to fix yeah. shit, dude. Just like I mean, just, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm unfortunate. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm just calling for the truth. You know, my my latest thing. I've, I've been calling for trans- data transparency for a while, mm-hmm. but I finally I I talked um, with Brian Hooker, who who um, had exposed a lot of the autism CDC uh, in for, uh, data, and Brian has been in this database called the Vaccine Safety Data Link. It's funded by the government to look at vaccine safety. But what's weird is that access is restricted. Tommy, access is restricted to this database. And Brian said that when he started getting close, they revoked his access. Oh, really? Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. If the vaccines are perfectly safe and effective, why would they revoke Brian Hooker's access to the data right, right, I, I can't figure that out right, 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 yeah it's it's and isn't there wasn't it leaked recently that recently relative out in the last 30 days or so that there was some i mean i guess we all suspected it but there's actual actually a government program tracking those uh there's a there's a severity spectrum on uh, on vaccine hesitancy including like militantly opposed and spreading misinformation all the way down to the they just didn't want it have you heard anything yeah. about that because i haven't been able to find any data no i'm trying to get my name on a government list so i can you know hey, that's kind the- of badge of honor hey. like i haven't like i got on that list for the the the, the organization that did the uh, disinformation dozen list and that you know the, that was held up by the 
the Surgeon General Vivek Murtry, you know, he's he's holding up this the list of the disinformation dozen, which has 13 people on it, so he can't count. But um, like, I'm trying to get on the list. I'm I'm like, and I'm waiting for my name to drop in a Twitter file, like oh, you know, a message saying, "Oh, we got you know, you got to get this Steve Kirsch guy off." Like, I'm I feel like I'm not doing my job. I think you could do. Tommy. I think you could do a little if, better. Yeah, I feel like I'm not being effective if I'm not part of these secret conversations. I don't think you're being it just makes me feel. I don't think you're being you know, safe like, or effective. Yeah. So it's. I think you will. Getting on this podcast definitely is going to expedite you. I've uh, I've made oh, sure good. to cover all the bases, not just with medical information, but you know, I have on I have on bioweapons engineers. I make sure to have on you know CIA former mercenaries. I try to get people that are near nuclear reactors and nuclear core assembly. I try to get all of the red flags so that if I miss one, you know, I will. I'm on a there's a dossier somewhere, and I am proud of that. And I hope to be in a Twitter file. I hope to, yeah. I hope to see some like Bitcoin transactions about you know taking me out. That would be a real honor. But it wow. is, yeah, no, that would be great. That'd be the greatest thing ever. I don't care. I'm finally good at something. Um, yeah. But, but as Doctor McCullough called me and said that he's going to be a couple minutes late because of a traffic jam, he told me to ask you about the CMS data because he said that's something you're very well versed on, and he said an update would be. Um, uh, what, yeah. Well, that? you know, it's there is a reason that. Oh, and that reminds me, I should add the um, add the Medicare data <laughs> to uh, public. Uh, okay, so, uh, yeah, so I I have um, a friend who works for Medicare, and I've been getting these data dumps of stuff that's of interest and one of the things of interest is days died after shot number one when the shot number one was given in week one versus week two versus week three week four week five now if the shots really work and they're effective the curves should be exactly the same they should be just shifted versions mm -hmm. of each other right yeah just time should just time shifted by a week it's it's like you know the, the little um, those movie things where they used to have these snapshots where you could thumb through it, right? Yeah, yeah, and it yeah. would do a little motion picture. It, it should be just mm, the curve shifts. Yeah. It doesn't change shape. It just shifts because now those people that got the shot are experiencing what the other people are, which is the basically background effects. So if there was a big catastrophe and a lot of people died, you know, that would be reflected. And what we're finding is that these things are not curve shifts. These uh, these things, the slope changes from one way. So at the beginning, it, it slopes uh, this way, which means it, it's a negative slope. And by the end, or by like six weeks into it, it's got a positive slope. That's not supposed to happen. The slope is supposed to be flat because we know what the underlying data is. And so you can't have, have different number of deaths in 2021 and 2022, if you took the shot, yeah. because the background data is flat. The background data shows equal number of deaths in 2021 and 2022 for the flat line, you know, sort of in between uh, flu or, or uh, sorry, in, in between COVID outbreaks and uh, in between the seasonal, there are these seasonal high when people tend to die because you spend more time indoors, get sick and, and die. But there's this plateau. This is a flat area. And it, it runs for like 26 weeks right in the middle of the year. And that flat area is just as high in 2021 as 2022. So that means a vaccine should go kind of like a mustache, right? It goes, you know, <laughs> it goes down, it goes up in December and then goes down, down, okay. down on the other side, right? And this mustache is like tilted. Silted one way if you got it in early, and then if you got a, a batch of the shots later on, it tilts the other way. Here's like, no, this, this vaccine is affecting the death rate. There is no way to explain that. Because I looked at the flu vaccine, uh, to, you know, just to test. The flu vaccine is shifted versions of itself. It's just time shifted. Exactly what you 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply expect but that covid vaccine in the same well um uh yeah i have to i have to look at it in the same time period i was looking at the flu vaccine um because the flu is given annually and the, there were fewer, fewer shots so i looked at it uh earlier but that's what it's supposed to be it's supposed to be it's got just got to be it has to be time shifted right it's the same you're basically just looking at background data because the shot makes no difference so the background data can't change. It's just your viewpoint. Into the, it's just your viewpoint into the background data. It shouldn't change based on your observation point. But when your observation point is that you got a vax, it changes. That is a little hard for them to explain. It's very hard to explain. So yeah, it's it's become undeniable at this point, right? Yeah. Of the yeah. just the total number of of deaths. I had on Deb Conrad a couple of weeks ago, who was a whistle whistleblower at Vares, because her hospital told her to stop filling these things out, which is itself a felony. With Ed Dowd's data, I mean, we're looking at an absurd increase in deaths. At a certain point, we do have to step back a little more. And granted, speculate. Don't have hard numbers. It's not like we're not the NSA. I don't have I don't have transcripts of every conversation in the world. What was this? really is this corporate greed which i don't i don't put it past it i i think there's no limit to yeah, that people take people are taking advantage of a situation you don't think it's an intentional kill off as no. many as you can no 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 i think they could have no. done it more effectively Look, if they wanted to oh yes if they wanted to kill people yeah. off they could have done done it much more effectively one thoughts. and done and because because the best way to do it is just to have an unsafe vaccine it kills a ton of people like a month after they get the shot the killing is done and they say Oh my what gosh! Happened? Contaminated batch. Yeah. Um. You know, white supremacists. Uh, we're not to blame, right? <laughs> but, but you know, that's the way you do it. Yeah. You wouldn't do it this way. So, I think the easiest way to think about this is I. I, I was talking to a friend of mine uh, who went to MIT with me. Very smart guy, uh, and super technical. And I said, "Hey, by the way, do you know I'm um anti-vaccine?" He said. Yeah, I know. I've gotten all my va- va- vaccines. I got all the uh, main shots and the boosters. And I listened to my doctor and I don't want to talk about it. And that's pretty much some sums up the way a lot of people feel, which is, hey, if you can't trust your doctor, who can you trust? <laughs> I'm not going to trust you. I'm going to trust my doctor. My doctor knows what's good for me and you don't. And my doctor knows how to interpret the data and you don't. And so I don't want to talk about it with you because my doctor has told me it's safe and effective and anybody's telling me otherwise is a, a whack job. I guess I, I guess so, I get that on like a mental stability standpoint, right? There are certain things we just accept. The sun's going to rise. It's going to set. Gravity works. Money works. My car starts. There are certain things you accept where if you remove those fundamental pieces the whole structure of your accepted reality breaks down. And I think that's maybe a Jenga block people don't even want to play with. Doctor yeah, knows yeah. best. Mom loves Doctor me. Doctor knows best. Va- <laughs> the vaccines are safe and effective. Christmas, it snows. It's just what it is. is <laughs> yeah. The government is here to help. Yeah, yeah. The government's here to help. Yeah, yeah. Just and, keep... and we can trust the media. Yeah, and just get on the train cars because we're going to a relocation plant. Yeah, it's yeah. all going to be good. Yeah. yeah fucking moron. But yeah, like... and... and... And I'm a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, yeah, which by itself is just even, just a synonym though, for critical thinking. E- even yeah, yeah. Even though I only became a conspiracy theorist after I got the shot. Yeah, isn't that weird? It's very odd. Now, as, yeah, let's talk. Yeah, I left a high-paying job in high tech to go taking a zero salary, and I'm not selling any products. No, and you're being attacked left and right. Yeah, yeah. Where's the value in that? And so when you when you wind the clocks back just December 2020, why is it an accepted uh, an accepted view or opinion to say I don't trust a Trump vaccine or I don't trust a rushed through vaccine, but three weeks later it's this is science. Trust the science. That 
that gives no one pause. Am I am I an idiot for expecting these people to to be contemplative? Like, am I the idiot for trying to think that they're gonna like like uh, come in like battle in like uh, in the arena of rationality? Yeah, they don't go there. Yeah, sure. they don't go there because their belief system says that there is no point in going there. You're just going to be, you know, it'd be like getting into a de- the equivalent here. Tommy would be getting into a debate with you about whether the virus exists okay. or not. Maybe not with you, but with Andy Kaufman. Okay, right. It's kind of like you don't want to go there with Andy because he's going to throw all sorts of shit around and he's going to try to fool the audience into picking up his point of view when you know he's full of shit. And, you know, it's like I tried to get um, some interest in people debating him and then it was like uh, he wanted some ground rules that would not make it. I mean, it should be a debate about science. It shouldn't be a, uh, well, you have to show us this, this, this. And it's like, um, we basically agreed that, uh, we, I, I think one side, that he would do a video summarizing his point of view, and then we would do another video basically summarizing our point of view. Uh, and that way we could give it some thought and nobody's going to have be have any surprises and we can go back and forth. Okay. And, um, I, I, uh, it was just not something that I followed up on. I'm, like I'm not sure where, where it ended, but, but that's where we ended up, uh, uh, ended up there on, on that one. But yeah, it's, it's kind of like, I, I can see how people would say, Hey, it's not worth my time. This is just going to go in circles, but you know, I ask questions to people like, well, do you like how come you're not supporting transparency of the public data like the vaccine safety data link? And, uh, you know, so I there's this guy on Twitter. His name is Copeland, Ian Copeland. And uh, I've had a little uh, I've been able to DM him. Uh, and let's see. I'll just tell you the latest here. Let's see <laughs> what's going on here. Where is the DMs here? Messages. Okay. All right. Uh, where is he? Ian Copeland. Yeah, he doesn't reply. Okay. He says, hey, hey, um, you know, I, I tweeted this. Why doesn't Ian Copeland produce a slide deck answering any the questions posed to my elephant deck? Should only take him a few minutes and then I do a link to the thing. And then he asked me um, why I, I don't, uh, he says, you're more than welcome to engage in my spaces so you can be debunked in real time. And I write him back, whenever I appear in your spaces, you throw ad hominem attacks at me instead of addressing the issues. And see, so see, that's, that's the problem. You know, you either have people who don't want to engage with you or when they do engage, they're, they're engaging on the ad hominem level as opposed to the data level. Hmm. And so I said, why don't you just respond to the, to this tweet? You know, just give me some slides that respond to my deck. And he writes back here. Let me, let me share it with you. Let me see if I can, yeah, uh, can I share my screen? Yeah. Yeah. I'll, uh, yeah. Hold on. Let me, uh, multiple. There you go. All right. Uh, let's see. All right. So you can, you can see my, um, this is Ian Copeland, PhD. Steve, you are a weirdo. There is no point in talking to you. You have no evidence of vaccine. You're a grifter, blah, blah, blah. Still embarrassed. I'm up. Um, okay. How I mopped the floor with you last time. Wow. Then you should stop mentioning me in your tweets if you're not willing to engage in conversation. First of all, I do what I please, blah, blah, blah. Um, anyway, but he says, you are more than welcome to engage in my spaces so you can be debunked in real time. But then he, you know, but before he said, you know, I'm a weirdo, mm-hmm. but he's inviting a weirdo. Okay, so last time, okay. your privilege won't save you from the facts. Okay, and so uh, I, I tweet this out. Uh, why doesn't he? Why does he answer my questions? And and I answer his questions. The, this is the tw- the tweet. Yeah. I'm responding to his thing, but I'm also saying, why don't you just respond to this tweet? Okay, I said whenever I appear in your spaces, you throw in hominem text. Steve, you are a joke. I mean, he's like like addressing the issues. His child. I'm, I would just want him to answer the questions. I said, no joke. Will you join me 
uh, this should say in calling yeah. for the VSD okay. uh, database to be made public, yes or no. And then he, you know, so I'm answering him once, one minute later, yeah. right? 341, yeah. 342. Yeah. And as you can see, there's no response. Well, Ian, you are more than welcome to come on this podcast and defend yourself. Yeah, there you go. Ian, you have a, you have an opportunity you have now. A standing invite, Ian, my good sir. You can standing come on this podcast. Invite. You, okay. can come, you can come on by yourself or you can come on with Mr. Kirsch. Or you can come on with anybody. You, you bring anybody. Shoot him down. Tell him why he's wrong. I have no I have no vested interest. I'm I'm here to find yeah. out the truth. I personally I want to know the truth. I don't maybe maybe no. maybe you and I look at this vaccine data and a year you go, you call me, you go, Tommy, holy shit, this actually extends lifespan. And I go, Well fuck, and I'll go get a couple boosters. I don't care. Yeah. I don't own Pfizer yeah. stock. I wish I did. I don't. I have not there's no vested interest in this. The problem yeah. is is when they say I don't want to waste my time with this. That's like when I get emails and people are like, Tommy, uh, you know, because I've had an Apollo astronaut. Tommy, you know the moon isn't real. And I go, I don't, I can't debate in this right now. I'm doing 10 podcasts a week. I don't have time for this. You don't mm. have time for it. That, okay, fine. Sure. You have to have time for it when the thing we're debating is a violation of bodily sovereignty, censorship from the internet, and losing your well-being and your ability to feed your family. It has to be debated. You can't say, I'm not going to take you up on this. Whether or not you believe the earth is flat has no bearing on your ability to be employed. It maybe does. But, like, it's not, there are no, there are no government mandates. It is not pressing down on your small business. It is not affecting your ability to to travel internationally, to serve in the military, or right. to do anything. This is very real. Or kill, or or killing thirteen million people. Or that, by our estimate. Yeah. Right. Because you look at the two sides. One side says, uh, 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 "This astronomer, Neil De, De, DeGrasse Tyson." DeGrasse, yeah, DeGrasse Tyson. Um, he says. 10 million people have been saved by the vaccine. How many lives has been saved? And we say, yeah, 13 million people have lost their lives due to the vaccine. Now, uh, I think one, one of us is telling the truth. I don't think that the, the truth is anywhere in between there. I think, one, you know, it's There's no, one or the other. Yeah, that's not and, average. Yeah, you know, it's possible it could be in between, but I think it's probably one side or the other. That's a pretty big gap, Tommy. That's a pretty big gap. That. And it's an important gap because it's not like, oh, I think it killed one person and I think it killed, uh, I think it saved one person. I mean, that you could say, yeah, I don't have time to talk about it. It's not really important to me. But when you're talking about 13 million people on one side and 10 million people on the other side, man, that is something that we should talk about and we should get to the truth. That's someone saying uh, Germany's just fighting for living space and someone else saying there's a network of death camps. That's a pretty big, hey, man, we got to find out the truth somewhere in the, this isn't I like red, I like orange. Well, it's somewhere in between. One of y'all saying that we're a sovereign nation. The other says you're exterminating a race. You kind of got to flush that one out. You kind of you kind of can't have it both ways <laughs> is, is, is the way I look at it. Yeah. So with that 13 million number, I haven't heard that one. Could you maybe could you maybe elaborate on that one a little bit? Uh, sure. There are 13 billion doses of the vaccine. And Dennis Rancourt did a study showing that on average, we kill one per thousand. So when you see billion, you turn it to million. Mm -hmm. And when you see thousand, when you see million, you turn it to thousand. So 13 billion doses worldwide turns into 13 million people dead worldwide. 650 million doses in America turns into 650,000 deaths in America. And so the math is really simple. You just change the the, the units. The chop off three. Yeah. Yeah. Chop off three. Exactly. Holy shit. Thirteen million. That's four hundred. I always use this statistics. Four hundred twenty-five thousand Americans died in World War Two. Four hundred twenty-five thousand. So you're saying six hundred and fifty. Yeah, more than the Americans died in World War Two. Were killed by the U.S. U.S. government. Now, what's stunning, though, is is the other contrast, which is if you have these these there are these eye drops that people were taking and they got contaminated and they killed a person, one person died. So they they took the eye drops off the market because one person died. With these vaccines, six hundred thousand people have died. But what do we do? We mandated it. 
How many were? How many of the flu vaccines were pulled off? And was it 1976? Was it like 25 people? Uh, oh, uh, you're talking about the H1N1. Yeah, uh, sorry, I think I misheard that. How many people died before they pulled that vax? Um, it was a small number. I think it, it was, was like, like 40, 40. I think it was like 40 something. I think it was sub, sub 30. Like, yeah. they wiped that. Yeah, off. but it was in. It's in the tens. Yeah. So. Again, this is where I come back to intent. And again, I'm with you. I don't think it was intentional. But I've interviewed Ken Albeck, who is the head of the biopreparat program of the Soviet Union. They're putting Ebola in nose cones of ICBMs. There's more effective ways to do this. I mean, if you just want to go full Machiavelli well, for a second, there's more effective yeah, yeah. ways to if do you this. Want to kill, if you and, want to kill people, sure. And the first thing you do is you don't make it a voluntary injection. You make it an airborne virus with like a 40-day dormancy. There's, I mean, let's just put on our Hitler hats here. There, there are ways to do this. But... Yep. I also don't think it's just, I think a large portion of it, if not the majority of it, is profit. I think there's also a massive part of it that is is control. I think they were hoping for, and again, my tinfoil hat, I think they're hoping for fully fleshed out and accepted vaccine passports. And that would then lead to what they want the central bank digital currencies to be, the way to track everyone, shut off misinformation spreaders, shut off hate speech spreaders. And it is just every tyrant's wet dream, right? To control yeah. movement and access to resources of people. Yeah. And then the, the, the counter to that would be uh, uh, Bitcoin and crypto. Sure. And, and there's a there's some technological advances that have to happen first Sure, for that to happen. Sure. But there's no reason that that can't happen. It's just a, a question of people uh, investing to create the companies to make some key pieces of infrastructure that don't exist today. And once you do that, then you can ease the transition. Like what? Off of the fiat currencies. Could you maybe expand on that? I could, but okay. not right now. <laughs> all right. All right. I see that. But see, but suffice that. it to say, there's some, there's some like, see, Bitcoin, I, I always used to write up Bitcoin saying, oh, there's no inherent value here. You can't use it as legal tender anywhere. But- the inherent value of Bitcoin is um, when you look at what happened with FTX, mm -hmm. the inherent value of Bitcoin is as a source of value. It doesn't really matter what it is as long as everybody values it the same mm -hmm. way. And so Bitcoin is a little bit like the digital version of gold. gold yeah. Because what you don't want to do is you don't want to have a stable coin backed by gold because that will tie up huge amounts of gold. Right. If it's 100% backed, it will tie up huge gold resources. You don't want to tie it to silver. You don't want to tie it to titanium. You don't want to tie it to any uh, uh, resource that's physical because that is counterproductive. So Bitcoin ends up being the de facto most likely version of digital gold, even and it's not physical, right? So you don't have any storage cost, which is great. And it can't be tampered with. And you can't... like. With gold repositories, like there's there's Pax Gold, um, where they they back it with uh, I think a Detroit ounce of gold. Well, the problem with that is somebody breaks into their vault and steals all their gold, and you're 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 left holding the bag. Yeah. But see, nobody can break into the the Bitcoin vault. Yeah, but yeah, it's not quite true, right? Because there can be fifty one percent attacks on the Bitcoin blockchain, and and that's happened before. It's an embarrassing, embarrassing situation. But even with proof of stake, people can assemble huge stakes and basically mess with the blockchain when they do that. So the uh, it's not quite what it's supposed to be distributed trust where uh, nothing can go wrong, but the, the systems can still be gamed and that creates a problem. So you have a problem in, in terms of the underlying, and this, this is true for Bitcoin as well. They need to overcome the 51% attack uh, hole, which has been in existence forever. And they also, when you wrap a coin, the problem with wrapping a coin is that the person who's doing the wrapping could be compromised. Mm -hmm. Ah, what happens if the private key for the wrapper is compromised? Somehow, right? You have the private key for RSA that was compromised. So why is it not possible for the private key for the wrapper to be compromised? In which case, you're holding total junk. And so that's another problem. 
And then, of course, the the third one is just the speed of transactions. You want the transactions to go instantly. And all of these issues can be overcome in a, in a very clever way. In fact, a way that uses um, uh, virtually no energy at all, and it doesn't, and that 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 can't be gamed. And so. The community hasn't quite figured that out yet, but there are ways to do this. It sounds like you have, and it sounds like uh, you could. I, yeah, I, th- I think I have a way that that's. Uh, I'm I'm gonna be t- running it by a few friends of mine. To, if anyone to else see said I'm... this, I'd be like, "All right, you're full of shit." But you're a very shrewd, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're a very shrewd businessman and inventor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, it was, it's not uh, obvious. <laughs> it's not obvious well, how to do these. But of course, and 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 by the way, you can't do it a hundred percent, but you can get very close to a hundred percent through these techniques, very close. And if you're willing to make the investment, right? So if you're willing to make million dollar investments here, multi-million dollar investments, then you can construct something which is basically virtually unbreakable. It'll be like, uh, it would be easier to break into Fort Knox than it would be, you know, that's the goal, Gotcha. right? Is, Is simply make it more attractive to break into Fort Knox than it is to to try to steal people's money, or to 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 steal a rapper's money, or what have you. Gotcha, and I look forward to seeing that. And but yeah, with the gold problem, wasn't there a company like not that long ago where you could buy certificates of gold, and then it turned out that they were like double issuing and triple issuing, and it's like we're right back to fiat. Like, it's oh, the wow. whole point of gold is that you can hold it. People are like, no, it's yeah. a certificate. It's backed by an ounce, and I'm like. That's that's truly how like the dollar started. <laughs> like, yeah, sounds sounds like the uh, the producers. Yeah, yeah, it goes right yeah. back there. Everyone's so surprised when they were like double and triple issuing. It's like, yeah, yo, yo, how do how do you think we got to this point? Do you think that? Do you think with something like I don't know something topical about the indictment of Trump or or, or pushing for more and more war? Are they trying to play whack? And this is again speculation. Do you think they're trying to play some sort of distraction whack a mole? because they know no. the vaccine injury no 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 they they basically think that people like me are just misinformation spreaders and by continuing to censor us they will eventually win and convince the public that we're right but the problem is that they're losing there aren't any prominent people like i don't think you can name a prominent person who has gone from being anti-vax to being pro-vax that's a good point yeah, there's no, it's a one-way conversion street. It's a one-way conversion. <laughs> and that tells you everything you need to know. So I don't think, th- so they know they have a problem, but I don't think they're constructing these other incidents to say, to be like the magician, to say, hey, look yeah. over here, you know, while I do this, you know, while yeah. I kill people with the vaccine. I Look, it's it's like, uh, the the analogy would be uh, autism. Autism has been going on for decades, and they're not constructing these scenarios to distract people from autism. Okay, I just uh, I, I'm not buying it. I think these are look. It was Trump who reportedly made the hush money payments. Mm-hmm. And so it's not like this was constructed out of sure. thin air. Good point. No, right. There's something there's there. A, you know, and the grand jury, the, the grand jury voted to indict him. And the grand jury is made up of, I think it's what, 24 uh, people from the American public who are charged with, do you believe there's enough evidence here? And it's a simple majority vote. It's not like it's a criminal it's a criminal decision. It's just an indictment. And so you need the civil standard of proof, which is a majority to indict. So a majority of Americans, when presented with the evidence, which we, I don't think we've seen that yet. Have they released that, the evidence? I haven't been tracking it. They showed the indictment yesterday, I think. Right. And it was but, like it was like the same charge 34 times, I think. I don't know anything about, I'm a biology major, so I don't know anything about yeah, this, yeah, but- yeah. I've heard it. Some people say it's just it's double jeopardy, and some said that there was no actual evidence. It was, it was there were charges, but there's no proof of guilt. So it kind of right, seems right. just yeah, yeah. But the grand jury just has to have a reasonable mm-hmm. suspicion that 
that he could, you know, because it's they're not they're not determining whether he did the crime. They're just determining whether there's a likelihood yeah. that that a crime was committed. So to the vaccine injury, let's be a little self-critical. Are we pursuing a fool's errand by trying to convince these people? Or is it like you said earlier, I trust my doctor. I don't trust you. I'm not discuss- at a certain point. Do we just have to be like, I'm trying to teach a dog calculus. Like what? I'm the idiot. It's not the dog. I'm the idiot for trying to do this. Is there something there? Like, why do I keep interviewing? Why do I keep doing these things? Whoever's going to believe it is going to believe it. Whoever isn't is not. And that's just kind of it. So the answer to that is that we are convincing more and more people every day, right? You have Asim Malhotra, Mm -hmm. for example, big time cardiologist. He's like, for those people who are not familiar with him, He's like CNN Sanjay Gupta okay, for the UK. And so he's he was going around telling people, get vaccinated, get vaccinated. Vaccines are safe and effective. And then his dad dies and he looks into the data and he says, what the fuck? <laughs> and, uh, and, and he spends six months looking at the data and then comes out uh, as like, we're killing people with these vaccines. And so those things... When people like that shift over, that's happening more and more. John Campbell started off saying oh, vaccines yeah. are safe, everybody that should YouTube get nurse, yeah. Right. Yeah. And now he's like, man, this thing's a disaster, but I can't say that on YouTube or the, otherwise they'll deplatform me. That's my only criticism. I like him. He's, he seems like a very intelligent, well-meaning guy, but yeah, people are in the comments. But he's, like, yeah, he wants to ma- maintain his audience, which is good. Yeah, he doesn't want YouTube to, to, to cancel him, so he's has to be very careful. Maybe I, when he talks about this stuff, I'm a little hard headed, and part of me is yeah. like, no, go full. Yeah, but but you see, it. Tommy, you're not on YouTube. No, I'm not. I know, I know, and that's I'm banned from and YouTube for that reason. I'm like, maybe, can't figure it out. Yeah, maybe I'm the idiot. Yeah, no, it's I'm I'm more of a I'm like go full jihad. Don't give him an inch. And he is playing a much more eloquent game of subtly kind of pushing people and winning hearts and minds, whereas I'm kind of two middle fingers flamethrower. Yeah. 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 And I'm kind of the same way. <laughs> it did. I'm not pulling any punches here. I don't have the ability for a delicate touch. It's not that I choose not to. It's I don't think I have yeah. the ability. I don't know if it's just like the Irish kind of insanity in my blood, but I, I can't do it. It's also, it just seems outright evil. I can't really play along with that dance. And I also... I don't know, I kind of look at it as like a bigger picture, like a war of attrition. And I'm like, just get banned. Red pill people, go to the next platform. It sucks. Got to rebuild. But, you know, maybe it takes all kinds. I'm I'm, I'm not sure. But yep. there's no way to put a cap on it. It's going to keep... Eventually, there's going to be something that can't be hidden, right? Eventually, if we're talking about 650,000 deaths, there's going to be some... Oh, uh, yeah. There's going to be some proxy marker that no you one's know, thinking of. Yeah. Like new phones or can, licenses they or... Can... <laughs> Yeah, they can. The thing is, they can hide this. They've had experience in hiding this for decades. Look at vaccine and and autism. I'm emailing. Very clear link. Sorry, McCullough just made me. I'm sending him the link right now. Sorry, keep going. Oh, you see what he's he's on his way up. Yeah, finally? he's going to hop in. Yeah, so rude. Finally, Le- leaving us hanging. Right. Leaving us. He's probably watching yeah. live right now, and he's like, "These assholes." <laughs> this. Well, I, I got my swearing out of the way. I got most of it, but now. you know. There's there's no reason that you know, the the only reason for hiding the VSD data from the public is if it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. If it's good, they'd be wanting to show everybody PR coup. You know, it's so obvious. You don't have to be a genius here. You don't have to be able to read a paper, you don't have to be able to calculate a p-value, you don't have to be a- able to analyze anything just the fact that these guys who have the source level data it's like the source code you know if you're a computer programmer this is the source code you know you're not looking at it from a window of well hey what does the gui allow me to do you want to see the source code and vsd is source level data and if the vaccines are saving people the vsd data is going to show that 
So vaccines are killing people, the VSD data will show that too. Now, there's a reason they're hiding these records from us. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you could even argue if it was just neutral, if the data showed that it was just saline. They yeah, wouldn't they would they would they would produce it they they produce it and then they'd just say to shut us hey, off yeah look it looks like yeah but it looks like we were wrong it's it's actually not doing anything yeah right we should be talking about the truth here this is America you know why can't Americans learn the truth because I always say there is not a paper in the peer-reviewed medical literature that says hiding data from the public leads to better clinical outcomes now we could ask Peter about that. Because if there was a paper (laughs) about that, Peter would know about it. And he's connecting right now. So, Peter, we were just talking about you. Okay. So now now he's on. Dr. McGull, what's that? Do you have a studio now? What is that? Green screen? No, no, that's a virtual screen. Okay. Now I'm an idiot again. Damn it. Excuse me. Dr. McGull, can you hear us? Hey. No, well, he, he may be able to hear us. We can't hear him. I gave up on you. I was going to go out real quick and uh, take the dog for a walk. Oh, I but, didn't. I didn't. Uh, I saw your text. I said send the link. I'm I'm an idiot. Yeah. I was Doctor. So I was getting right. ready to go out. But um, at any rate, I'm sure you covered all the key things with Steve. We um, we've gone down a couple so, of rabbit holes. So by Peter, now. Peter, two critical things. Have there been any papers in the peer-reviewed scientific literature that says that by keeping the health records from public view that we improve clinical outcomes no okay second question is there any reason at all the government shouldn't make that vsd database public no all All databases thank you public they they all now in the analysis we have to ensure confidentiality and anonymity but that's part of standard research anyway we know people's individual information isn't disclosed it's always uh uh, analyze that way. But, you know, we, we've uh, worked with the National Death Index, uh, the SEER Registry in Cancer, uh, all the National uh, Center for Health Statistics. You know, these are uh, frequently used. And, you know, no country in the world, Steve, has merged the vaccine administration data and the mortality data. In, in Scandinavian countries, they, they have meticulous data sources. Yeah, uh, that's interesting. No country in the world has merged them. Uh, but, so, I mean, I knew they hadn't published them. But I didn't realize that no country um, has merged them. That that's spectacular. Is there any reason the NDI can't be made public? No, I mean just you simply you know make an application. The NDI asks you what identifiers that you have. I think there's like a constellation of seven, and then one applies for it. And uh, you know data merges are done all the time with the with no, the NDI. No, I know, I know. But I, what I'm saying is. The CDC should just publish the NDI data, hook, line, and sinker, the whole damn thing. Well, they charge for it. It's actually a money-making operation. I, I, I know they do, Peter, but think about it the other way that let's make it public. Let's make it freely available to the public. Anyone who wants to download this data can download any reason that we can't make the NDI data public. It's just it's just their financial model. It should be made public. Sure, I I'm all for public data, but they they've had a financial model for years. Um, but, yes, but, that, but it's it's a more than a financial model, Peter, because you don't get data just because you pay the money. You get the data if they approve your research study. It's the same thing with VSD. And when you start getting close, and we when you start to uh, see, start to see a signal, they cut. They for some reason they cut off your access. So, right. Peter, if if the vaccines are safe and effective and are saving people's lives, why would they cut off people's access? Yeah, they're not. And, and Steve, whatever's going on is going on worldwide, not a single country. You know, there's 39 countries that have uh, vaccine safety databases, 39. And, uh, you know, the four big ones people know about, including VAERS. But um, no country has done a merge between all-cause mortality and vaccine data administration. So whatever's going on in the United States is going on worldwide, dozens of countries. Now, isn't that a little strange, Peter, that no country has done a merge between the mortality and the vaccination? I mean, like, how is that possible that nobody wants to know that? It's true. Nobody really does want to know, Stevie. Quickly, 
Most of the countries <laughs> that have these data sets, uh, there, there was what I call majority vaccinated countries, where the majority of people took vaccines, the majority of people in leadership roles. It's been my consistent view, Steve, that the people who have taken the vaccines outside of you and just a few uh, number of individuals, uh, most actually are willfully blind. They actually don't want to know the, inf- the answer. Good. That's not what science is supposed to be about. Dr. Malcolm, could, could, you, could you define what that is, merging, merging of the two? What is the well, importance It's that? just that yeah, yeah, there are sources of data and the rules are we can't disclose in people's individual mm-hmm. lines of data. So uh, each data set will have basically a, a, a an ID number. And then the ID number is separately linked to identifiers without any clinical data. And those are called linker files. And then we simply use those three files to, to match up the two data sources. And then when it's all matched, uh, we don't we don't have any, you know, anything that could identify a person. Uh, and, and as long as those methods are guaranteed, uh, statisticians do this every day with sources of data in the United States. And keep in mind, it's not just research, uh, you know, actuaries, life insurance, credit cards, um, uh, you know, all different sources of data, people's uh, 401k funds, you know, they have identifier after identifier after identifier. And they're used all the time. Uh, they're used all the time. But uh, the, as I've re- reporting on this show, Tommy, that that there there is an intentional uh, impediment to linking all-cause mortality to vaccine administration. So, Peter, do you know about the BEST database, B-E-S-T? No. Wow. Yeah. It's really hard to find. There is a database called BEST, BEST. It's the best database. And they say it's the best database. But it's interesting how, if if you haven't heard of it, I mean, I'm, I'm amazed that well, they've let me this. Tell, Like you can't even do a Google, Google, if you do a Google search for the best database, it's like you can't even find a reference to it. It's yeah, that well hidden. Yeah, it must be it must be that good. But let me say that you know two areas of great concern are cardiovascular disease and cancer, which together account for eighty percent of all deaths in the United States, and it's typically forty forty split uh, on that. It's about ha- half each. Uh, it's almost always known ahead of time. There's antecedent information, you know, known heart disease, known cancer, and then and then a patient progresses towards death. Very rare that it would be unknown where there's no antecedent disease. There we have databases. Uh, there are cancer databases, National Cancer Institute, the SEER registry. In cardiology, we have uh, National Center for Health Statistics. It, it's so well refined, Steve, that the American Heart Association puts out an AHA heart and stroke fact book each year linking all the information. So we know the cases of heart failure, the admissions for heart attacks, uh, mortality, uh, you know, it's well defined. The cancer data are the same. This is just now a new exposure. This is just a new variable that we would stratify on. Yeah, no, it'd be amazing if we could get the VSD best Medicare and NDI databases all to be made public. Boy, that would, wouldn't that, that would change a lot of stuff. It's true. We have to push for data. That's what uh, researchers do. Those in the quantitative sciences, Uh, you know, and in the meanwhile, uh, there's a new discipline uh, developing, Steve, and it's the discipline of misinformation or disinformation. And, and, you know, universities now are holding conferences on this Uh, today. USA Today, it just popped up that USA Today announced that vaccination is safe in pregnant women, and that uh, uh, you know, oh. in a sense, they they oh, are what a relief. Yeah, well, well, huh. you know, the idea is now all of these have to be held up as examples of misinformation or disinformation. It's coming from a variety of sources, uh, you know, you, you, without any long-term assurances from any source that this could be safe in pregnancy. Obviously, USA Today is on the side of promoting false information, uh, but the, now. This is, uh, uh, you know, this is the big topic. Uh, th- there is, in a sense, a war of information. Even the WHO is—they call it an infodemic. Infodemic. So even if we don't have 
viruses we're going to be battling over sources of information. Yep. But let me just give a brief update in the time we have left. Uh, 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 Tommy wanted to know about natokinase and some of the other proteases. Uh, the spike protein we're learning is in the body for a very, very long time. Bruce Patterson, in his initial paper after the infection, found the S1 segment in CD16 monocytes up to 15 day, 15 months after the infection. And that was in sick patients in the hospital. Uh, the body is trying to break down the, the, two, you know, the spike protein, digest other parts of the uh, virus. So uh, you know, the body was handling that. Now Patterson has information in vaccinated S1 and S2 segments together. Uh, found in inside monocytes out to 245 days, about nine months, and that's as long as he's looked. Data from Castriuta uh, and uh, Ogata, respectively, show uh, spike protein, uh, show messenger RNA and spike protein circulatory for 30 days, and that's as long as they've looked. And um, Rolkin and colleagues, messenger RNA in lymph nodes out to two months. We've learned that the, the replacement of uracil for pseudouridine in the messenger RNA makes it completely synthetic and, and resistant to ribonucleases. Uh, so we have a situation where the genetic material is long lasting, spike protein production appears to be you know, underway and lasting for a long period of time and accumulating every six month shots and then intervene in COVID means accumulation of spike protein. Three supportive papers, one I think high quality preclinical paper uh, by Tanakawa and colleagues show that natokinase, a uh, an enzymatic product of the fermentation of soy does attack proteolytic cleavage joints in the spike protein and effectively dissolves it in cell lysate models and other models. It was very convincing. Additionally, there is a, um, a serine protease of, uh, that can be harvested from uh, river worms in Japan uh, that efficiently breaks down spike protein as well. That uh, so far, you know, it looks like it could be available as an intravenous formulation. So, we have no human data, uh, but this looks enormously promising. Nanokinase in particular, since it's already used as a supplement by the Japanese for a couple of decades now, is anti-atherosclerotic. Uh, it is thrombolytic, so it, uh, the caveats are bleeding. It's derived from soy, so soy allergies are a caveat. Uh, you know, we'd hope that big pharma would pick this up in development, but you know, a development time from stage one all the way to large stage three clinical trials with hard outcomes could be 20 years. And many think it's just it's just too long. They have to take action now. So right now, natokinase I think is in the top position as you know a, a, as a therapy for these uh, post-vaccine and post-COVID syndromes. Uh, symptomatically, we're using um, fluvoxamine widely for some of the the, the neuropsychiatric manifestations. Uh, colchicine for the pleural pericardial uh, manifestations in prednisone with its myocarditis treatment of drugs for heart failure. Uh, and then, you know, conventional blood thinners for the blood clots that we're seeing uh, that, that appear to be highly resistant to, uh, you know, to our use of blood thinners. So, uh, you know, uncomfortably, we're, we're moving the needle towards using aspirin, natokinase, and uh, oral anticoagulants like apixaban all together in the same patient. The blood clots, Steve, are ranging in a paper by Wu and colleagues from the FDA from the ankle to the groin in human beings, you know, not in post-mortem cases, in human beings reported by the FDA, 11% of cases fatal. These are, and they, these are live human beings. These when are live human beings. beings. Now in the Wu report, it came from Silver Spring, Maryland. So it came from the FDA. It was exclusively uh, reported in Johnson & Johnson recipients. We know of all vaccine recipients in the United States, 94% uh, took a messenger RNA 6% took uh, something other. Uh, that means uh, small fractions for Johnson & Johnson and Novavax. Uh, so, and these these clots, nobody's seen these things before the, these vaccines rolled out. I mean, there's no possibility it could be coming from COVID or anything else. Well, COVID itself uh, it triggers thrombosis. That's well described in the original. Right, but not to, the, not to this extent. Right. You know, we believe it's, uh, you know, the, the uh, DTN colleagues in uh, in uh, Lancet uh, it published, a, you know, a theory several months back called the spike protein super antigen theory that we're being exposed to so much spike protein through the infection and through the vaccines now 
that this triggering thrombosis in my clinical experience is the worst cases are people have taken the vaccine and have had COVID. Uh, I had a patient this week, uh, a massive uh, blood clots, uh, shot to his lungs. Uh, he's, he's got a huge burden in his legs. He had to put an uh, inferior vena cava filter, so a, a, a cage to try to catch additional clots. He's having difficulty breathing on max dose blood thinners, and uh, he can't work now. He's disabled. He's, he's but a his doctor young... probably tells him that he should get the should get the latest booster. Well, you know, you're bringing up another important point: is that people have lost faith in their doctors. Any doctor out there now who's suggesting more vaccines, the patients are are turning to other sources of information. And I think more and more uh, doctors quietly are backing down are backing down on this. Uh, but you, you know, the the attacks still occur out there. There still are promoters of the vaccine. You know, today it's USA Today pushing vaccines in pregnant women. Uh, we'll have to take a careful look at that. Uh, but, you know, these are these are some of the big announcements. And I, uh, you know, I think in, in a lot of our circles, it's on my Substack just a few minutes ago, uh, Robert F. Kennedy has announced running for president. Yeah. So um, what about this, the uh, Swiss study? I saw Vinay Prasad did a, uh, a deep dive into the Swiss study. And he did a YouTube video on it and he showed a, a chart which wouldn't normally be available. And he was showing that everybody who took the vaccine got a little myocarditis. Some people got more than others, but he said, look, this curve shifts, you know, over to the right. And he says that means that everybody is getting a little myocarditis, some people more than others, but everyone's being affected by that. Would you agree with that assessment? No, uh, you know, as a cardiologist, uh, our principal tool we use is is troponin. And in the Lepesic study, senior author Christian Mueller, 777 uh, healthcare workers on shot number three, majority of them were women, shot number three, had high sensitivity troponin measured before and after. Prasad's uh, correct that the cumulative frequency distribution shifts, I mean, everybody's troponin goes up a little bit, uh, but uh, roughly two point. 7% actually exceeded a, a threshold by which we're more convinced that there's actually ongoing injury. Uh, the troponin right, but it shouldn't have, the troponin shouldn't have shifted at all. I mean, it should, if anything, it should be random, right? That their troponins well, measure well, at one point, like, but there is a clear shift. No, well, high sensitivity troponin by its, its definition means that half of normal subjects at any given time are above the upper limit of, of normal. Right, and but it should be it should be random. It shouldn't be shifted. The curves should be just you know randomly distributed. It shouldn't well, but, be shifted. But, well, remember, myocarditis is going to be more than a troponin elevation. It's going to be other clinical features that that Lepesic didn't have. Um, right. I'm not, but I'm not talking about myocarditis. I'm just talking about the fact that the troponins were shifted to the right for everybody that that isn't normal right that shouldn't well, happen it, if i gave you a saline shot it's not going to shift everybody's troponins well you know i can tell you it hasn't been measured in other vaccines but high sensitivity troponins are so sensitive i wouldn't be surprised if um if there was a rise with other you know any type of pyrogenic stimulus so yeah. interesting so yeah so it'd be interesting to go and and do that study yeah i mean uh, you know, there's uh, you know, there's ways to release cardiac troponin. Cardiac troponin is the is the ball on uh, actin, actin is on the myosin. inner part of a myofibril. Myosin is on the outside. The ball is troponin is constantly lifting up and shifting, lifting down. And then you know, any type of stress on the heart, the ball can fly off. Goes yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, all right, cool. And it's measurable. Interesting. You know, Good to we're know. gonna have to wrap it up here. But you know, those are my updates. Uh, no merges on. The safety data, I'm sure Steve has given an exhaustive review. Natokinase looks promising as a spike dissolution approach. No clinical data. Can't make any therapeutic claims. And Robert F. Kennedy of the Children's Health Defense has just announced he's running for president. Oh. Interestingly, you know, 25% of the nation, according to the COVID Community States Program, did not take the vaccine. 25% of adults, and most of them did not take it because they made a conscious choice. That may be an important voter block. That 25% may be people 
like me and, and others that, that didn't take it. And uh, there may be a lot more like Steve who took it and now, you know, are activated, understand something's wrong. So uh, that may be an important voter block to contend with. So, Well, and I hope that he chooses me for his vice president pick, but I'm not too hopeful, mostly because of this podcast and the things I've said on air. But um, Dr. Well, you, you would be ideal for the uh, press secretary, Tommy. We'll oh, have to see. I'll, I could be up I think, there. I think Steve's going to be like a Department of uh, of Commerce or Secretary of State or something. Uh, we'll have to see how Steve's this. Steve's going to uh, run CIA black ops. Steve's got a vengeance. Yeah. <laughs> Steve's going to run NSA. He wants all the data. That's what Steve wants. He's 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 Pac Man for all the data. Um, but. Gentlemen, Mr. Steve Kirsch, Dr. Peter McCall, thank you so much for your time, for your brilliant insight. Guys, in the description, you can find their Twitters, their Substacks, their websites. You can find Dr. McCall's book in there. Um, I highly encourage all of them. And yet again, gentlemen, thank you so much for your time. I greatly appreciate it. I know the people that watch this greatly appreciate y'all's insights. And uh, even if you, you know, even if you just see views, those are those are all individual people that genuinely appreciate what you guys say. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you very much. Okay. Thanks, Tommy. Be good. Bye. All right. Much love, everybody. Thank you so much for watching. God bless. Stay safe out there. Peace.